0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History Class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is June 8th, 2019. The day was June 8th, 1972. The Vietnam War a particularly deadly conflict, had been going on for nearly two decades. Associated Press photographer Nick Ut was outside of Chong Bong, a village in southeast Vietnam, when a South Vietnamese aircraft dropped its payload of napalm. Ut took photos of the scene, one of those photos became known as the Napalm Girl photo, a black-and-white picture of a young girl named Phan Thi Kim Phuc running naked as other children ran alongside her, and South Vietnamese forces followed. The horrifying picture became a symbol of the brutality of the war, and it got Nick Oot a Pulitzer Prize. Nick Oot was born in Vietnam in 1951. After his older brother, who was an Associated Press photographer, died in Vietnam, Oot began to take photos for the AP at age 16. Oot was covering the Vietnam War for the AP when he captured the photo near Chong Bong. A South Vietnamese Air Force pilot flying a propeller-driven American-made A-1 Skyraider carried out the napalm bombing at Chong Bong. The point of the attack was to get North Vietnamese units out of their positions at Chiang Bong. As Oot witnessed the aftermath of the attack, he took photos. He used the Leica M2 camera with a 35mm Summicron lens. TV cameraman Alan Downs had also caught footage of Kim Phuc and the other children running down the road away from the napalm attack. At the time Oot took the photo, called The Terror of War, Kim Phuc was nine years old. Kim Phuc is just left of center in the photo, her mouth open in a yell and her arms outstretched as she runs toward the camera. The children that surround her are clothed, and the South Vietnamese forces walk behind them as a plume of smoke rises in the background. The fire caused by the bombs had burned off Kim Phuc's clothes and burned her skin. A correspondent gave her water and poured some on her burns. When Oot realized that Kim Phuc had been burned, he took her to a hospital in Saigon. Doctors said she might not survive her third-degree burns, and she was sent to a specialist plastic surgery center. She received many surgical procedures for her injuries and survived, though some of her family members died. An editor at the AP rejected the photo because it showed full frontal nudity. Back then, photos that included nudity were off-limits. Horst Foss, head of the Saigon Photo Department, said that they should make an exception to publish the photo, under the condition that no close-ups of Kim Phuc would be permitted. Hal Buell, the New York photo editor, also believed the photo was worth sharing, despite the nudity, so the AP transmitted the photo. Many newsrooms had to disregard their own policies of nudity depiction in photographs to publish the image. White House recordings that were later released showed that then-President Richard Nixon and Chief of Staff H.R. Haldeman wondered whether the photo was authentic or actually staged. At the time the photo was published, anti-war sentiment had already been escalating in the United States, so the photo did not really contribute as much to such feelings among Americans as some media sources have stated. It's also a myth, as some sources have noted, that the photo helped end the war, which came to a close in 1975. In 1973, the United States pulled out of the Vietnam War. That same year, Oot won the Pulitzer Prize for spot news photography and the World Press Photo of the Year for that image. Oot and Kim Phuc stayed in touch over the years. Nick Oot retired in 2017. Kim Phuc went on to help victims of war around the world. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Keep up with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Podcast. And if you are as fascinated by history and its resounding effects as I am, you'd probably love the new podcast, Unpopular. It's a show I host about people who challenge the status quo, even when they face the threat of persecution. In the show, I take a look at what the dissent of our forebears can teach us about protest and contrarianism today. You can listen wherever you listen to this Day in History class. Thanks again for being here, and we'll see you tomorrow.